Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Hi, so I was just looking at my download stats uh, for the podcast and I noticed something really, really interesting. And that is that the most downloaded episodes or most of them are about dating and digital nomads. So I figured that people are definitely interested in this topic, including myself. I mean, I love hearing other people's dating stories and how that goes as a digital nomad. And I know that I definitely had some ideas about dating as digital nomads when I started my digital nomad journey. Things ended up being completely different from what I expected. I did an interview with Kimberly Kohler a while ago, I would say more than a year ago. Uh, so this is one of like the earlier episodes on the podcast, but I think this is such a good one. Um, like sometimes I have these interviews with people and I really change my mindset. And Kimberly definitely did that with the interview that we had. So today I want to share a part of the interview with her, um, my favorite part of the interview that I did with her actually. In this part of the interview, she goes into limiting beliefs that a lot of people have. I also share a little bit about how I met my partner and like my dating story as a digital nomad. Um, and then she also goes into how to overcome these obstacles that we create for ourselves, actually. Uh, it's really, really interesting. And especially when you're a single digital nomad and you would be open to dating or to finding a travel buddy, um, then definitely listen to this episode. If you want to learn more, you can also click the link in the show notes and go to the full interview. Um, if you like this. So I would say enjoy. And this is my favorite part of my interview with Kimberly. When you go out as a digital nomad, or as you just go out as a remote worker, and you start living locationally independent, you go on these journeys, you end up discovering so much about yourself. And you end up growing and developing and you will hear story after story after story about someone who had some sort of epiphany or life change or how their life just you know, grew and their personality and, or their values it all shifted. And what, and, and, and I would say that they start doing work on themselves. And what's really, really interesting is, is that I feel like they do work on themselves to a point. And the one area that often gets overlooked at, um, overlooked is the area of their dating and relationships. I feel as though that it's so easy to be able to go from port to port to port and grow, develop, and learn and stop short of what, do, where, and how, and what do I need to grow, develop, heal in my life so I can successfully attract companion and be able to be in a relationship, in a healthy relationship. And Oftentimes, I think that we pass the buck on it's the lifestyle, 
who, you know, were like no one's out there and, and I can't meet anybody. Why spend my time? And also, it's very easy to say, I'm really busy meeting friends, I'm growing this social circle. And so we fill our needs in other ways. And so we can then kind of pass the reasons on why dating as a digital nomad is difficult. But the one thing that happens and one thing that always stays constant, no matter where you go, all those steps on your passport, or whatever, what country you're sleeping in, you are always the constant variable that is not changing no matter where you go. And so while you may change in many other ways, your dating relationships and the way that you date and how you connect with people in that setting is always going to follow you, whether you're in a home base, whether you're not a nomad, or whether you are a remote worker living locationally independent and a digital nomad. It doesn't matter. That's always going to be with you. And I think when you live this lifestyle, it's easy to ignore some of some of the harsh truths and harsh realities. The lifestyle does create a complication, but it is does not limit you um, into saying, okay, you have to be single forever or settle for a type of relationship that you really don't want. Yeah, I totally, I totally see that now. But uh, when I started Digital Nomad Life, um, before I was in my relationship with my partner, I was definitely that person that was like, okay, like I'm, I'm doing this Digital Nomad thing now, so I'm just not dating. I'm just not counting on finding anyone. But now when I'm look, when I look back, and now that you say all this, I'm like, you are so right. That was a limiting belief, honestly, because. I did find someone and didn't expect it, but I did find someone. But also when I look around and see other people dating as nomads, like some people are very successful uh, and find the perfect relationship for them. And then other people, they're like, no, 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 it's not working. It's not working. And they only see the obstacles. Um, and I think, yeah, I think when you focus on overcoming those obstacles, it's definitely possible. Like with what I, what I hear now from you and also what I see see around me with my digital nomad friends but do you have any tips on how to overcome like the main obstacles because what I usually hear and what I also what was also in my mind was like okay what are my options dating another nomad mm, yeah I don't know like feels like commitment and as nomads we're not a huge fan of commitment um dating a local but they're never gonna move or dating a backpacker, but then they don't work online and they have to go home again. So I've always felt like these were my options and that it was all not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to pose back just for a second because I think this is kind of an important thing. So you, you mentioned you're in a relationship and your partner that, you, that, that you're in a relationship with, what category do they fall into the list that you just, that you just described? Yeah, so funnily enough, he was a backpacker. He didn't have a um, an online job. He never even thought about working online and traveling. His his whole idea was okay. I'm just gonna quit my job that which he hated, and he was just gonna travel for three four months, go home, find a new job, and that's it. But then he met me. He heard about what I was doing. And then he was like, oh, interesting. First, it was just, oh, interesting. Okay. And then he was like, oh, wait, maybe, maybe I can do that too. And then, whoa, I can. Like, that is actually possible. More people are doing this. So 
he realized that it was possible for him and that it is also what he wanted. Okay. And thank you for sharing that. That one beautiful story. It's amazing. But it's like so many other stories that I've heard and so many stories that I hear from my clients and that we also hear at Nomad Soulmate. So one of the biggest things that it, it, it's kind of challenging your limiting beliefs, right? So you believed this narrative of they have to be this person, this person, this person, all of those don't work for me. The other thing that I, I challenge too is a belief of ours. And I hear this all the time. We're nomads. So we don't like rules. We don't like commitment. We don't like what have you. And, and, and I, that always makes me laugh a little bit because well, yes, I would say we're free spirits. We may not think conventionally, right? But we still do follow rules. We still make commitments. We still have jobs, which means we have to show up. Otherwise, we don't get paid. We still um, have responsibilities that we pay bills if we have to pay bills. Like It's not like we just live absolutely completely without any sort of of commitments or understandings or rules, right? So I think one really big challenge that I have for people is, is one is what is their narrative that they have around? What limiting beliefs do they have? Is what is it about commitments in a relationship way that is challenging to them? Because whether you're in a commitment as a digital nomad and you're willing not to commit in a relationship, or a person who's a traditional dater, it's still having commitment issues. And so that is one of the biggest challenges that you have to look at, first of all. It, it's easy to pass the buck and say, well, I don't want commitment, right? Or, you know, what have you. It feels too much like commitment. Well, what do you want? The other is, is we challenge the um, narrative of day-to-day life. What does it mean to live in a location? Or what does it mean to have a lifestyle? So. I think that there's the other side is we have to really ask ourselves, is there also a relationship challenge and definition that we need to also make or evolve into? For me, I'm more of a traditional dater. I will probably always be more of a traditional dater, but live this lifestyle. Um, Most people, I think, because where, where we come from in our upbringing we still have these ideas of traditional relationships. So we're out there seeking. I mean, Nomad Soulmates is designed to, to um, introduce you to and surround you with a community of like minds and souls of remote workers, locationally independent people, digital nomads who are looking for serious relationships. Yeah. It, or, or, you know, it may not be your soulmate. You may not find it that way. But someone who's like, hey, I want someone to join me on this journey for however long that journey is versus being a ship moving through one port to another, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the question I have, is, or the question I, I post my clients a lot is, is, first of all, what is the relationship that you want? What is the limiting beliefs that you have around that type of relationship that you think the nomad lifestyle doesn't give you or prevents you from having. To me, the, the three categories that you said, the backpacker, the, the person who lives, you know, you're going to, let's just say, um, you know, Amsterdam and you're meeting locals and you're like, I can't date a local because they're never going to want this lifestyle or another digital nomad, right? So those are the three options. To me, I think what, what is beautiful is, 
is as a remote worker who's locationally independent, digital moment, or however you describe yourself, or an aspiring person, the world becomes your entire possibility of finding love. And that is a beautiful thing. It can be bad in the sense that you could choose to not be committal and just be like, I'm going to find someone here, here, and here. If that's what you want to do and you're doing it, honestly, fine, more power to you. If you're looking for more of a serious relationship and actually a co-pilot who's going to travel with you and experience this lifestyle with you, then you have a beautiful opportunity of the entire world versus I'm living in one location and maybe only someone within this location because my lifestyle is this way. I no longer have the entire world as my option if I want to limit myself in that thinking. And so it's a beautiful opportunity. But on the other side, all three of those different, let's just say, lifestyles are potential people that you can, one, introduce to this lifestyle and two, to be a phenomenal partner for you. And it's more about challenging yourself. How do you strategically then go out and meet someone and then convey to them what it is that one you're looking for in a relationship and the lifestyle you look to have, you look to live within that relationship. So for me, I think that you can very easily, and we have many couples who have met where one of the partner is locationally dependent when they meet. And like you, in the instance of your boyfriend meeting him, he was a backpacker. He figured he would have this traditional lifestyle, but he's just going out on these trips and he was going to spend time away. And then he met you and all of a sudden you opened his eyes to this world of possibility. And he was in a position to say, oh, wait, wow, that can be an amazing life. And, oh, wow, I can do this. Okay, let's join this journey, right? So we are actually the best ambassadors to the lifestyle. And, yes, there are people you can meet that have, you know, maybe positions. I think COVID has done us the biggest favor by being able to, you know, I mean, think about it, right? COVID has done us the biggest favor because most everyone went remote work. Now all it is is we're, like, even, you know, we're, I mean, we're like basically out there now opening their eyes to even more of an opportunity of, that's what you work remotely, but maybe ask your boss, maybe can you try working remotely here? And, oh, you proved that. Now you can maybe remote work here. And then you're starting those adventures. And so it's being strategic, but also I'd say take off that limiting belief because you've done it in so many other areas of your life, you're still doing it in your relationship. I think you have such a good point that it's also very easy to forget that as a non-nomad dater, um, that you you just have the the area where you live and that's where you're looking for someone days. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you, and I will see you in the next episode.